The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. In coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are all about preparation these days, are we not? Preparing for our celebration of Christmas, and especially as we will observe it in our homes and places of work. Because in those places, we're busy getting things ready, like the food we'll serve, the environment to which people will come, and just the general atmosphere and spirit that we want this occasion to exude. Now, I know this is just kind of a no-brainer, obvious, but in all of that preparation, notice what we're doing. We're making things beautiful. When we prepare for something important, we never make deliberate attempts to make it ugly, right? We clean up the house. We don't put more garbage around. We bring out our best dishes and china and food. So all of this preparation enhances beauty because beauty is integral to our whole relationship with God. And God knows that because when God decided to finally, in the fullness of time, save the world 
through the person of Jesus, he made something beautiful. He made a mother, preserved her from sin, the mother who in her own very body would carry the revelation of God to the world, Jesus the Christ, the most beautiful human being. And as she became that vessel of devotion, that vehicle to transmit God's glory to the world, she in turn made the world beautiful by her presence and by the gift that she bore. So one of the things that I believe this feast teaches us is how much God depends on us for his plan to unfold. God could have saved the world any number of ways. The Messiah could have just appeared one day. But God wanted the Messiah to be born through a woman. God wanted people to be engaged in this plan of salvation. And so that conviction on God's part lives out among us, that God uses his creation to continue his plan. But there's another truth this reveals as well, just as important and probably in many ways often forgotten, at least at certain points in history, is that only God can make something or someone perfect. God made Mary perfect, and only God can create the perfect being. But when humans try to do that, the result is disaster. It's madness and destruction and death. And we saw that portrayed so horribly during the Second World War in Nazi Germany when one man believed he could create the perfect human race. And to do that, he believed he had to exterminate another. That's what happens when people think they're God, when people believe that they can do what only God can do. And so on this day when we honor Mary as the perfect creation, the most beautiful human being that ever lived, and realize that she is a symbol of what we are to become, we rejoice in the fact that God enables us and enlists us to be a part of his ongoing plan. And we realize that the perfection to which we are destined can only happen because of God's grace. It is nothing on our part we deserve or could earn, but is the graciousness from the Lord himself. And so as we move forward into this Advent season to celebrate the most incredible thing God has ever done in the world, we are mindful of our role, what we can do, what we can't do, and what ultimately is God's plan for the world to make it beautiful.